Welcome to FedScoop's Government IT Podcast, brought to you today by Nutanix. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we take a look at the growing importance of hyper-converged infrastructure and how it's helping enterprises make quantum improvements in IT management and agility, and also improve security all at the same time. My guest today is Chris Howard, Vice President for Federal Business at Nutanix. Chris has been working with defense and civilian agencies since 2003 for companies like Dell and VMware before joining Nutanix and has a lot of perspective on this subject. So, uh, Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Wyatt. I appreciate it. So let's get started. Uh, first, what does hyper-converged infrastructure actually mean, and why does it matter to agency leaders? Sure, and so hyper-converged technologies have been around for about five or six years since Nutanix uh, brought this technology to the market, and it's evolved over the years, but in- initially it started as consolidating your compute and your storage into a purpose-built virtualization appliance. So basically, get rid of the legacy three-tier separate isolated silos of technologies that used to exist in data centers. As time has progressed, um, we have added many, many more features and, and functionality into the product. Basically, make the infrastructure, so the virtualization stack on down to the infrastructure, invisible to the end user. We wanted to eliminate a lot of the complexities and siloed support and O&M that's required by federal agencies and traditional legacy data centers. So, uh, like I said, initially it started out as simply consolidating those siloed infrastructures into one purpose-built appliance, and today it's grown into a, a much, much more feature-rich platform with a lot of analytics and automation and virtualization built into what started as just compute and storage consolidated. Uh, next, I'd like to know, what would you suggest are three or four reasons why agencies should actually plan for hyper-converged infrastructure in their budgeting cycles? Yeah, sure. There's many, many different reasons that exist, but I think the couple that stick out and what we see most when we're visiting with federal agencies are they all want to improve their security posture, and hyper-converged allows for you to secure one platform versus many, many, many different platforms. And in the case of Nutanix, we come with Uh, that security posture built in. So we deliver our product to the federal agency with the DISA-STIGs applied to it and with many, many rich uh, security features. So that would be probably number one. Uh, Number two is reducing complexity. Federal data centers historically with legacy technologies have been many, many different silos. It requires a lot of different skill sets. It's very difficult to manage because you're looking at three, four, five, or, or more management consoles. So with the hyper-converged uh, platform, we allow you to make it simple to implement, simple to maintain, and easy to manage through one common user interface. I also think the, um, the ability to implement and deliver applications to your end user in a very, very timely manner is, is pretty important to our federal agencies. In the past, you know, with the traditional legacy infrastructure, those deployments could take weeks or months. And with our customers, they're seeing that within sometimes the same day, we're, we're provisioning workloads that end users are accessing almost on, a, on an immediate basis. And one that always resonates is the significant reduction in total cost of ownership and the ROI benefits that they see with hyperconverged. The ability for us to have fewer people manage it, get the applications up and running quicker so time to market is faster. The ROI and TCO benefits are, are pretty amazing when you looked at hyperconverged technology. 
Well, that certainly makes sense. So um, why aren't more agencies embracing it? What's, what's the chief obstacle out there? I think the number one obstacle that we see from most of our customers is they have a fear of learning curve for their staff. You know, they've invested a lot of time and money and investments in getting their people properly trained on some of the legacy technologies. And some of those technologies are very difficult to manage, very difficult to implement. With hyperconverged, even though it is simpler, we do eliminate a lot of the complexity. They still have this fear of a learning curve. And we try to address that and show them the simplicity of the product. But I think that's by far the number one reason. There's many, many other reasons, but that is, that is probably the most uh, common one that we hear from our, our agency customers. Well, do you have a couple of examples that might uh, demonstrate it's not as complicated as agencies might think? So we've made our, our user interface very intuitive. Everything is, is pretty much point and click. I've run demos and set up certain workloads, and I'm certainly a, not an engineer. But the simplicity of it, so I mean, our product out of the box usually takes less than an hour to implement. So we equate it to using an iPhone. If you can operate an iPhone or your iPad, that's the user experience that we're trying to deliver to the agency customers. We want to make it as simple as possible. We want it to be very automated and very point and click. There's not a whole lot of manual intervention required in the day-to-day management of our technology. So we've, we've taken a lot of time and since day one, that's the, the user experience we wanted to bring to the data center, very similar to how do you, you use technology at home. Well, terrific. You know, lastly, if you were IT leader needing to speak to uh, upper management at agencies, what final tips might you offer for agencies that aren't yet on the path toward hyperconvergence and maybe how to get started? Sure. Something that we always tell every one of our customers because they're all, they're all concerned about what it takes to get started. So we always tell them, start small, start quickly, and pay as you grow. This is the best way to bring core tenants of the public cloud to your data center. So if we make it simple for you to start, simple for you to grow and grow quickly, and we automate all of that, it brings a lot of the characteristics that that a lot of these agencies are looking for um, when they evaluate, say, going to the public cloud. Maybe they they have restrictions against their, their technologies or applications that can't allow them to go to the public cloud. So we want to bring all of those characteristics that the public cloud offers, but let them do it in their own data centers so that they can maintain their security posture, they can maintain the staff that they have that currently supports their infrastructure. Some of the other things that we also tell them is when you're looking at a net new virtualization project, right? Some people have workloads where they say, oh, we need to deploy, say, a Splunk infrastructure or a Hadoop infrastructure or a VDI infrastructure, where these are going to be separate infrastructures from whatever they maintain today. That's the perfect opportunity to look at a hyper-converged solution. And it all comes back to the three tenants that I started with. You can start small, so there's not a large investment up front. You can start quickly and get real-time applications deployed to your users in literally hours or days, so you can spin up new workloads and see if it's right for your end users. And you can pay as you grow because you don't have to buy a ton of stuff up front. With legacy technology, you kind of have to forecast three years out, buy the technology up front, so you spend a lot of money up front, and you're not sure when you're ever going to see ROI. With hyperconverged, with the way it scales, because it's very easy just to plug in another appliance, and it takes literally minutes to join that into the cluster, it allows you that pay-as-you-grow type of scenario, which I think is appealing to a lot of the federal agencies. Well, I know when we uh, talked ahead of this call, you mentioned that there's probably about 270 federal agencies currently using some kind of hyper-converged platform. Is that still about right? 
Yeah, that's about right. I mean, we're adding a lot of net new customers each quarter, and so that number is growing, and, and that's supporting pretty much every type of virtualized workload that you can think of. You know, we started out, you know, four, four or five years ago, mainly supporting VDI workloads because that's where a lot of customers were struggling with deploying net new technologies, and now um, we're supporting every type of workload you could imagine. We have customers running SAP, Oracle, Hadoop, Splunk, cloud technologies from numerous different vendors, um, and certainly VDI is still a core component. So yeah, I would say we roughly have you know, somewhere around the 300 customers in the federal government. Well, it certainly sounds like the efforts to modernize federal agencies and their IT uh, hyper-converged uh, infrastructure really plays a, a critical role in making that happen faster and getting, it sounds like, easier to do as well. Absolutely. I mean, those are the core tenants that we wanted to bring to the market, you know, back in 2011, 2012. And over the last four or five years, we've added so much net new functionality. Really what it's doing is just allowing customers to have an an infrastructure that they don't have to tune a lot. You just set it, you let it run, and you grow it when you want to grow it and just make it easy to use, easy to manage, easy to operate, and easy to pay you know, from the customer standpoint because they can start small and grow at a very granular uh, rate. Well, Chris Howard, uh, thanks so much for joining us today, and I want to thank Nutanix for sponsoring today's FedScoop Government IT Podcast. Look for more of our coverage on government IT trends and developments at fedscoop.com. On behalf of all of us here, this is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for being with us.